The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Jersey Boys Podcast here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host right here, Dave Sturcho, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, who's currently in a beautiful suite in Atlantic City, because that's what they do to guys that are starring in Cobra Kai. And, of course, you got America's fan who's wearing America's team T-shirt, Keith Ernst, host of the IMU podcast, by the way. Very funny stuff. But, uh, guys, fellas, it is time. It is Super Bowl week, and uh, with that, you know, we'll get we'll dive into what we think might play out in the Super Bowl, but we got some other business to attain to because once again, for the second time, our best tight end that we've ever had, maybe debatable. Yes, I don't think it's debatable. Jason Witten retires for the second time <laughs> at, and he will retire in March by signing a one day contract with the Dallas Cowboys, which I think is the right thing to do. Right. Let, let me let me just say okay. first, I'm. I'm so happy he will not get back in the in the and as an analyst. Well, in you a never booth. know. <laughs> no, please no, no. That was that was off. He was like the complete antith- the, the complete opposite of Tony Romo when he went in. It's funny because I think was it was so it, bad. But he pull was a also- rabbit out of his head. I know, but he was also the one that you know. He had to work with Booger. Like, come on. Like, it wasn't the I like situation. Booger, man. I don't think Booger's that bad. Uh, that's but anyways, regardless, do I think he's the greatest tight end of all time? Straight up, yes. For you the have, Cowboys. Yeah, right? I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I, you want to speak for me? I mean, can no, I speak really, myself? But... All right. I'm just saying. Longevity, yes. But if I could have any tight end in their prime, I would take Joe, Jay Novacek. Ooh, and that's okay. just me. All right. But as, as far as long term, of course. But if you give me – the best three years of a tight end's career, and I can use that, it would be Jay Novacek all day. Jumping Jay. You know what's funny, though? Uh, you know, I was listening not too, uh, not too long ago, last week, to, to the Girls Talking Boys podcast um, uh, on this network. And, and they, were ta- they, they were referring to Jason Witten as Gold Jack and Wit, like he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird that you would say that the greatest tight end that we've had is the Dallas Cowboys is a guy that didn't even – Sniff the Hall of Fame in Jay. Well, I'm not saying once once again, I'm not saying I think Jason Witten is the greatest as far as longevity goes. I'm just saying, you know, it'd be like saying, uh, who's the greatest Raiders running back, Marcus Allen? But I would take Bo Jackson. I got you for the two years. He you get what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. You see what I'm saying or no? Yeah, I mean, that's not the question, but you know, I mean, if we're gonna do that, then you can even argue Billy Joe Dupree. 
I know, but I didn't see Billy Joe Dupree play. But I'm saying, though, with my own eyes, and I know that that a, a, a quick fact, a, a quick fact about Jay Novacek too is when Jay Novacek went, um, when when Jay Novacek went down, we were done. Right. Literally, we were done. That's the everyone. Oh, we still had the big three, but so why aren't we going to went, going to the NFC Championships anymore? Why aren't we going to Super Bowls? We still have Emmett Troy, and it's because guess what. Yeah. Jumping Jay was not there anymore. All right, really point. Jay Novacek was absolutely the, the 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 key component to make that offense what it was. I mean, you know, when when Aikman did his progressions, he was always the the safety. You know, he was always there, Jumping Jay. But I think the question is: is he is Jay is Jason Witten the greatest tight end in Cowboy history? Absolutely, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely, he is. Um, yes. And is he the best player that we've had since? Because Jumpin' Jake is on that 95 team. I mean, so Jumpin' Jay is – Oh, no, that's when he went down. The what? Right. That's when so, he hurt his back. So, so no, he really didn't play after 95. Right. right. So the question is, is is he the best player in – No, no. I, I was starting it off by saying – I only because I led into this thing about saying that Jason Witt was the greatest tight end that we've had. Not, not so much what we really want to dive into, which is – it was something I was discussing with RJ Ochoa over the weekend, and he was saying, you know, I wonder if Jason Witten is the greatest Cowboy player that we've had since 95, since the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Is Jason Witten the guy that you could say, like, I don't know, I, I don't want to name him Mr. Cowboy because obviously we know who that is, and it's not Jason Witten. But I'm saying, is he the guy, is he the best player that we've had? And I would say, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, you could make an argument for Tony Romo. You could make an argument for D-Law. But I would say that I don't think either one of those guys are first ballot Hall of Famers. So, okay. and it's that's such a complicated question. I think, I think, and not to cut you off, but I think you meant D Ware, right? What I say? D Law. Oh yeah, D Ware, Demarco. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's, it's, it's just a, it's a complicated question because if you're going to ask me if I if I if I were to if you were to pick one player since '95, one player to start your team like that would be on your team, what player would that be? Just one. It would be Jason Witten. Like that would be your first pick. No, that's, that's tough. That is tough. Actually. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, I don't, I'm trying to look at it. Spin, it's a decent way to spin the question. Yeah. No. What's yeah, that? I got you. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Cause I wasn't even finishing the last thing. <laughs> um, no, I don't think Jay, cause the tight end is not such an essential position where you're going to waste your first pick. I mean, you're going to obviously go with a more important position, but if you're talking about, the best player that the Cowboys have had, what other first ballot Hall of Famers do we have since 95 that would be it, other than Jason Witt? I mean, could we throw a kicker in there? You guys are forgetting Larry Allen, by the way. No, no, no. He's after 95. What do you know? What do you mean? I, I think I, Larry Allen is – we already – He was drafted in 94. No, no, no. no. But I'm say, yes, but I'm saying – You're complicating this question. In other words, <laughs> out of all the guys – that... I think my brother needs some rest. He seems very, he seems very uh, <laughs> angry right now. Calm yourself, my friend. Listen, you're complicating the question. <laughs> I'm your rest. Super Bowl rings. He's, what he's saying is guys that were still on the team now, that, that of, of that new era yes. of Cowboys, is yes. he the greatest? And I, and I don't see anybody else that you could make that argument with other than Romo. Now, do you think that – I know you, you you said the wrong name first, but you knew who you were talking about. Isn't DeMarcus Ware a first ballot Hall of Famer? No, you think? No? Keith? 
That's tough. Um, it's a tough discussion. I mean, he's going to be Marcus Ware. Yeah, absolutely, Demar- beware. Absolutely, he, absolutely. Dude, not for That's nothing. Not but when close. he first when he first started coming for the Cowboys, you know, obviously he's a Parcells draftee, if I'm not mistaken, and he looked at him. I mean, Parcells looked at him as the next Lawrence Taylor. I mean, he wasn't the game record you know that what? Taylor was. You know what's crazy about that? Did you ever hear that? Uh, um, that it was actually Jerry Jones who wanted to wear. And Marcus Spears, because we had two picks in that round. I went to that draft, actually. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so, so, uh, so from what I understand, Bill Parcells wanted Marcus Spears and Jerry Jones wanted the Marcus Ware. Isn't Ooh. that crazy? I mean, look, that's, both players, I, don't know, I don't know how true, but I'm almost positive that's what I read. Both players panned out pretty well. I mean, I, I think Marcus Spears, Marcus was, Spears was, was, I think he was a serviceable player and I enjoy he watching like him. Anywhere. Man, does he hate the Cowboys on, on his show on his feet? Yes. Yeah. That's why we, I, you know, whatever, dude. Yeah. He, he does his own thing. Let him, let him, let him hate as much as he wants. I'm, okay, what do you think? So getting back to your point, though, D Ware did not become the next, he did not become the next uh, Lawrence Taylor. He did. He had a great career. Uh, obviously, but I don't know if he is regarded as the best at his position, like like Jason Witten is. I mean, you're gonna uh, out of the top five tight ends of all time. I mean, receptions wise, he's right behind Gonzalez, right? I believe so. Yeah, and he's and he's our all time leading receiver too, isn't he? Not in touchdowns, but I'm pretty sure in receptions and yards. I mean, well, maybe not even yards, receptions definitely. Yeah, I mean, you got to think though. I mean, yeah, I, I can put D where almost only because Witten played a lot longer, of course, and he was on the team. But I mean, if you think of Antonio Gates, there's so many tight ends you can throw in there. But they that, all did that are the greatest. Antonio Gates have- is going in the Hall of Fame for sure. You think so? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, he is. So, all right. So right now, if you think the Hall of Fame has to pick one cowboy, okay, of mm-hmm. this era, and they're looking at. Uh, Demarcus Ware, Jason Witten. Do you count? Do you count current players? Uh, I mean, yeah, because sure, if we want, but I don't know who's on our team right now that would go to the Hall of Fame. Zach Martin. I'm your question. I'm this question. No. Zach Zach Martin might go down as, and I know we we always no. we hold Larry Allen in the highest regard as the, one of the greatest guards to ever play the game. I think Zach Martin went at the end of the day, which he's still he's still relatively young. You know what I mean? Like he's not. He's not uh, like Tyron Smith kind of on the fence. We don't know yet. Zach Martin's going to be there for a while. And I, and I truly believe when it's all said and done that Zach Martin could very well be up there in the conversation with a Larry Allen in which if that's the case last summer, when we were recording this podcast, we said Larry Allen was the best player that the Cowboys ever had at the position. And he's also the best player to ever play the position. So why not have Zach Martin? If he's in that conversation towards the end of the road, well, we got to wait to the end of the road. We got to wait to the end of the road for that. Yeah, no, but yeah that. it could be. It could be. I mean, and Larry, Larry Allen, a lot of people don't realize only has one Super Bowl, not not three. No, I know. I actually I got tripped up on the years before when he when yeah he said that he was on the '95 team and drafted in '94. But I, I, I tend not to count him towards what a wasted talent. Man, if you think about it, you know what I mean. Get one Super Bowl and one of the greatest guards you've ever seen. I know, play. right? That's, Did that's, you ever see that drive by Larry Allen when they're going against the Colts when he single handedly goes down the field? You know what I'm talking about, bro? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that that drives tremendous. It's one of the greatest drives. We're looking at some of the. I mean, at least he's got a ring. You've got guys like Anthony Munoz and other great offensive linemen that have never achieved any of that that success that Larry Allen had. And I just watched a video about the ten greatest athletes in NFL history. Which, by the way, no, there is no modern player on that really, except for Megatron. 
But, you know, when you're looking at the greatest athletes, Larry Allen is in the discussion as one of the Absolutely. greatest athletes in NFL history. But, yeah, when I'm, when I'm at the gym and I get to put up like seven, eight reps of 225, and then I realize I'm doing well, and then you see Larry Allen put up 40. Like, he's <laughs> the strongest dude I've ever seen. And he's I, laughing the whole time. When I know. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I, saw, um, I saw Julius Peppers, man. I forgot. What, did a, what an amazing athlete he was. And he mm-hmm. walked on. At, at Chapel Hill, at UNC, to play basketball. He was in the Final Four. He was six, like six, five, something crazy, six, four, six, five. Man, like, so wait, 60 pounds running a four, four. So, bro, he wasn't recruited as a football player. He, he no, just he walked was. on. Oh, and then he walked on the basketball. Gotcha. But look, yeah. I, I don't think, I, I don't think we can deny Jason Witten. Is arguably the greatest. I mean, if, uh, I mean, again, we, we. It, it's so amazing when we go down the history of this team and at every position that there's somebody you can argue is one of the greatest, which we did in the preseason before, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offseason before. That's the- so true. But when you're looking at Mike Dicka, you're looking at Jay Novacek, you're looking at Doug Cosby, you're looking at Billy Joe Dupree. I mean. Jay Novacek. I said, he said, that. He said that. I know, but I want to say it again. He didn't. <laughs> he is. No, I, I agree. So that's what I mean. I mean, the question is the only reason we're kind of dissecting it is because the question is kind of too easy to say, Jason Winton. The only reason I'm bringing up these other things is because I just want to get more into it. I mean, just to say, Jason Winton, of course it's Jason Winton, but, but you know, now, just, go ahead. no, 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 go ahead. What were you going to say? About Romo, though, I meant, you know, without Romo, there's no Jason Witten. Very true. Very good point. Very good point. You know well, I mean? I mean, yeah, but I, I think he was doing some damage with Bledsoe and who knows, man. I mean, he did good with Dak his first year, right? Yeah, I was there for a game winning touchdown. And you know, I love Romo, but I'm just oh, no, saying, I, I mean, he's just, I mean, Jason Witten, no matter where he w- would have went in the NFL, w- the same thing would have happened. And it's not only that, it's his, it, it, you know, it's his work, his, his work ethic. I mean, you ever seen when they go, they go through with him uh, during a, a, a game week, like everything he does to prepare, you know, it's very Jerry Rice-esque and, you know, Walter Payton-esque, I mean, and Emmett-esque. The secret, the secret is in the dirt. Yeah. Your mom-esque. Yeah, my mom, of course. Can't forget about that. She's, she's a beast. That's what they, that's what she prepares before she goes to the strip club. <laughs> No, um, before she goes to the buffet. Yeah, before she goes Sizzler. to eat. Sizzler. Hey, um, the, the Golden Corral. <laughs> you um, but what is there a field goal kicker we might be missing in this? Just out of curiosity, I know we have a couple that are like in the you whole. Mean Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey, I would assume, as far as the best now, yeah, player. But I mean, he doesn't talk about since '95, Brett. Yes, it's ninety-five. Oh, it's Bailey to rank up there with Jason Wade? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, just throwing out some sh- stuff. What about T.O.? What about, what about David Bueller? <laughs> there you uh, go. Why are you gonna get me going, bro? Don't get me going with that guy. God, I, I know he's one of your what favorite a waste players. Freaking draft pick and and him costing us games like oh god, our kicking specialist. <laughs> and it's so funny this is what like oh yeah because he could kick the ball out of the end zone really where they just moved the kick the kickoff tee up to the 50 yard line so good pick <laughs> there so buddy true. now now it's now it's literally like concerning if you don't make the end zone like how does this guy not make the end zone <laughs> oh, god <laughs> you remember that that was the thing that he's was the worst kick their, worst was, kicker in the history of the dallas that Cowboys, was one of their, their oh you're forgetting mike vanderjack was a was a cowboy in, in the heyday yeah. of his career but 
they're talking about remember that that was like their their scheme and their thought process to draft yeah. that guy it was like he is a guy that can kick the ball to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know, I know. But look. Dude, Greg DeLeg has made like two or three 63 yard field goals. Not with us though. No, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. With the other teams. Uh, no, Greg, no, I meant you, we could go through our kickers, man. It's, you know, there's. <laughs> this podcast went from Jason Witten being the best to see where we're at with kickers in this organization. Yeah, I meant the only, maybe what about, does Woodson count? Or no, is that before? No, Woodson's uh, before 95 too. So Yeah, he was there before. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good it's and good so argument. was Larry Allen. I see. I, 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 I thought do you like, meant. I do like the Romo argument. Like, does Witten have the same career if Tony Romo's not on the Cowboys? I don't think he does. I mean, I know they're well, best right. buddies and stuff, and we tend to try to forget right. about the Cabo trip. But like, you know, so if you're mean? saying like, that, if you're saying that, like, we had Chad Hutchinson throwing to him, and just a, a plethora of below-average quarterbacks, then obviously not. You know, or if he goes to another team that, say, the Browns, for example, before Mayfield, I mean, they haven't had a quarterback since when, and he stayed with them that long. I don't know, because look at Larry Fitzgerald, for example. Now, the reason I'm bringing him up, what quarterbacks – I mean, he had Kurt Warner for one or two seasons. He had Carson Palmer for a little bit. But look at Larry Fitzgerald's – Matt Liner. What are you kidding? (laughs) Look at Larry Fitzgerald's uh, statistics, and he's barely had anyone throwing to him, like a a top-notch elite quarterback. Right, Larry but, Fitzgerald is the greatest receiver next to Jerry Rice, by the way. In ooh, my that's opinion. bold. Bold, bold take. A lot of I agree with that Larry Fitzgerald comment, bro. But yeah. a, a lot of but see, that's what I'm trying to say is that that could have been a, that could be Witten. Like Witten could have followed the Fitzgerald without a quarterback. You know, again, a lot of quarterbacks don't utilize the tight end as much as Romo did and as much as Aikman did to Jay. Uh, a, a lot of times, you know, it, it it's. It's very unique that that they use it. They use a tight end like that. And again, what we keep forgetting about Witten, as awesome as he is, he's not athletic. No, he was Barney Rubble, like running that ball. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So it's it's not like you know he's he's he is a a Tony Gonzalez that is like, you know, gonna make these crazy catches over people's heads and and you know can dunk it off off the uh, yeah. Off the <laughs> um, he he is a. Uh, you know, he's durable. Jason Witten is always open. He knows how to get open. And again, man, people, and we talked about this earlier in the podcast. So to all the older listeners, um, I apologize, but for repeating this, but the dynamic between a quarterback and a receiver and a quarterback and a um, tight end, it's not something that's just automatic, right? right? So, you know, it's very rare. You could just throw Randy Moss on the Patriots and okay, now there's this, this, uh, symmetry it's it's like it's like improv you ever see really bad improv for like oh yeah but people that have worked together for a while they know each other mm-hmm. um i think that was romo and witten and i think that you know very not a lot of quarterbacks would utilize a tight end like that the way he did and, and the way witten could get open for romo i mean they, yeah. they, they literally designed plays for witten you know what i mean like that he, he knew how to he was one of the i mean we we talk about current cowboys you know amari cooper one of the best route runners in the game right now and i'll stand on that hill but i mean like when, when it comes to getting open yeah you're right brad i mean there was nobody that they were he, listen they call them the safety blanket for a reason you know what i mean like and that was either between romo or dak or or literally even when we had these these backups come in you know your your brandon whedon's and your, you know when they were looking for guys you knew that jason witten would be there i just don't know 
if the numbers, I mean, you, you, you said Larry Fitzgerald before Larry Fitzgerald's numbers speak for themselves. Right. I mean, like, and he had nobody throwing him. The, I mean, obviously Kurt mm-hmm. Warner's a hall of famer, Carson Palmer, a very serviceable quarterback. And now, you know, Kyler Murray, it remains to be seen. Well, yeah, it's kind of towards yeah, the end yeah. of his career for, yeah, yeah, for Larry, yeah. but I think he did retire if I'm not mistaken, but um, you know, so in five years, he'll be walking into Canton, but it, it's very, it's, it's interesting because like, Jason Witten made himself a career based off of catching passes from Tony Romo. And we know nothing else. You know what I mean? So definitely an interesting conversation, but I guess we're all in lockstep when it comes to thinking that, that Jason Witten with a couple guys that we can argue for like your D wears and your Romos and, and things like that. But Jason Witten is probably the best cowboy. It's 95. How about we, yeah. it would be fun to try and to wrap this up in a little bit, but let's list though in order. Who, who we feel those players are. Would you go Witten one, Romo two, DeMarcus Ware three? Or do you I probably put Ware, I probably put Ware at two. Um, if Jason Romo? Witten's the consensus that we're going with, I'd probably put him at one and like DeMarcus Ware, like one A. You know what I mean? Like defensive Des, side of the ball, like that was his. Does Des Bryant make this list? Yes. Des Bryant's on that list, depending how long the list goes. <laughs> you know, yeah. like five. So we got three. I would say, all right, so you have the three. Are we doing current? Well, yeah, I mean, our best players since since then. And, and I mean, because we can't say Zeke yet, and we can't say Dak yet. No, you would hope, as Cowboy fans, and, you know, we, we would hope that. But I'm thinking, like, right off the bat, yeah, I mean, you rattle them off. It's Jason Witten. It's D-Ware. It's Tony Romo. There's your top three. I guess, you can, I, I guess you could put, make Four. an argument for Des Bryant to be in the top five yeah. of that conversation. Because in his heyday, man, Des was untouchable. What about a Sean Lee? Does he make it? Ooh, good one. I like that. I actually like that a lot. Sean Lee still being there, you know, like obviously still being a current player, not as, you know, active as he was once was, but you talk about yeah. a guy that I'm a big, big Sean Lee guy. And it starts from like, obviously his entire career, but if anybody's watched that a series on Amazon, all or nothing, I've watched it three times over already. The 2018 Cowboys, that was the year, I'm sorry, 2017 Cowboys. That was the year that Zeke got suspended and it was all that, you know, crap. But uh, that year to watch Sean Lee keep giving in his all, regardless of the situations. And then like the last clip uh, of that series was everybody like breaking off for the off season and everybody leaving and cleaning out their lockers and leaving the facility. But they shot over to Sean Lee and he's in the linebacking room watching film. And the season was over. Everybody was gone. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. him rewinding film. Sean Lee's one of my favorite Cowboys. I just wish he was more. I mean, yes, he's had one good durable season. I just wish he was more durable. I would say an underrated one is Greg Ellis. Mm, okay. I, like I would that. say that. I, I mean, like if you look at how many sacks Greg Ellis had with the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, I think he's like second or third and, after yeah. out of all the great defensive ends we've had. And I, this is just going off the top of my head. And but. you think about a guy like Greg Ellis played for a lot of bad Cowboy teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Travis Frederick. Ooh, yeah, I was thinking one. of that, but bro, I don't know if he had a long enough career to put him up there, you know? Well, then again, that's a, that's the same conversation for a Jason Witten thing where we're like Jason Witten, Jay Novacek. Think of Travis Frederick. Do you think of anybody else except for Mark Stepnowski? Stepnowski. But Stepnowski, that's what I'm saying. Like that was no, his... bro. Come on. We had who's our centers in the uh, in the eighties, man. We had freaking uh... no, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm talking about since 95. So right. I'm like oh, yeah. since 95. 
Well, then Stephen Andre Garrard, you know, Andre Garrard, yeah. however you pronounce it. I think it was Tom Rafferty. Yeah, I was about to say Rafferty in the name. But anyway, but I'm just saying that's a really good one. That was a really good one uh, with Travis Frederick. He's got to be. So if you're stretching, now you're stretching this list maybe to about 10. Um, you know, he's definitely on that list. And I think Zach Martin belongs on that list. I got another one. I know what your reaction is going to be. Um, but Roy Williams, I meant. <sighs> <laughs> as the sigh of defeat as a hitter absolutely as a hitter player on our team man i mean you know of that era of this era uh i mean i don't think he breaks the top five do you put so all right so this would be our five then just saying Witten one mm-hmm. uh i go romo uh, too by the way but you can do oh, okay. where i go romo too but whatever i'll concede and, and go d uh d where three sure Okay, so that I'm I'm okay with that top three, four. Then Zach Martin. I think so. Like I said, at the end of the day, I think he's going to be one of the better guards ever, ever. Do we go Sean Lee, Greg Ellis, or Travis Frederick at five? My vote for Sean Lee. I go Sean Lee and Greg Ellis. I won't I won't put Frederick in there right now. No, and Des doesn't make the top five. No, oh, I, I thought you said you didn't say Des. Oh, then let no, me take it back Des. then. All right, I take I'll take uh, Greg Ellis out and put Des in there. And leave okay. Sean Lee. Okay, so then it would go Witten, Romo, um, Martin, uh, Dez. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Lee. Yeah, that sounds right. That's well, good. Yeah, I mean, and uh, for my own personal list, I am taking Zach Martin out, and I'll put Greg Ellis in there. Sorry. Okay. Hey, listen, I need to see more. I need to see to more this. years. Right, and, and I'm sure there will be more. You know what I mean? Like, he might be here. number one. And, and look, here's a guy that literally for this year alone, because of all the – you know, the, the interchangeable parts that we had on the offensive line, like he swung out to tackle and did it like he's been doing it since his whole career. And then he gets hurt. I mean, that's unfortunate. Drew hence Drew. Uh... <laughs> How about Stan Smigala? You want to put Stan Smigala in there? <laughs> I love Stan Smigala, by the way. Uh, well, it's the one of the greatest names ever. <laughs> it is a really good name. Um, so, all right. The good set. Who's the one guy we called? Remember, Keith? Which one? The generic player. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what you mean? Uh, uh, your uh, Ebenezer Ekebon? Yeah. <laughs> no, not Ebenezer. The, the linebacker guy. Remember we? There, he was so up. We was generic. That <laughs> we bought him up on the show. Yeah, it was like was an, it Bobby oh, Carpenter? Yeah. yeah, no, it was. I cannot remember the guy's name. No, it wasn't oh. Bobby Carpenter. No. <laughs> oh, we have to go back on that. In one, any event, yeah, you can definitely yeah. check that out. Um, I can't remember. Just we got to keep going. It's just going to drive me crazy. What about that in the wind? Do we throw that that in the wind in this? I put Coakley over. over I put Coakley. I love Coakley. Yeah, that's a good one, bro. Again, you know what the the problem is as we try, you know, as we segue over to the Super Bowl. The problem is these guys all play for such bad Cowboys teams, they get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Cowboys, we're not talking about of all time. Uh, the impact they had for the Cowboys, correct? Right. I mean, look. But no, me, I, I see what Dat Sturge win, is saying, give me, though. Give me Dat Wynn and Coakley linebacking core over the current core. I'll, I'll take that, you know? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I mean, look, I hope to God, I hope to God Dan Quinn turns things around for guys like Jalen Smith and, and, and Leighton Vander Hulk. You know, I really – I hope to God that he turns them around. We'll see. It remains <laughs> to be seen. But <laughs> as we segue, it is Super Bowl week after all. Uh, we're all excited. Uh, Radio Row is non-existent. It's a different ball game now because of COVID. So there's not going to be – I mean, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of media, but different. Zoom calls left and right. It's going to suck But compared to what we've seen. But 
you got the Chiefs. You, you know, you, I almost said the Packers. You got the Chiefs. You got the Bucks. Tom Brady's going for his, what, seventh? Am I right? Seventh ring. Yeah. And then, obviously, then you have Pat Mahomes going for the first back-to-back since Tom Brady did it back in 03-04. So, guys, off the cusp, do you have a, a – I mean, I know last week we touched on it, and you guys both said that, that the Chiefs were going to run away with this. Do you still feel that way? Well, first off, I want to say one thing about Tom Brady, okay? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, Sturch, how yeah. many – Really quick for the fans out there. Sure. Tell everybody the school record I set for tackles in one game. <laughs> High school. Folks, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, Keith Ernst is a legend down in the state of Florida as far as high school football is concerned. And my man had 21. That's 2-1 tackles in one game. Okay. Uh, a now record this that will the, never be touched. Here's the crazy part. Okay. I'm Tom Brady, or should I say – Tom Brady one day having more Super Bowls than I had tackles in one game. Because <laughs> that the, that's the route this man is going. Going? And, what do you say? We're going as if like it's going to be like a thing for a while? I, I'm just saying. I meant it's just insane. Now, he the thing is, I don't under, the thing I don't understand is how in the hell are the Bucks only three-point underdogs? Like – what are they seeing that I'm well, they're not? actually they, think about it. They're home dogs. If you think about it, cause they're literally home. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't under, is it, is it, I mean, it's Brady, but have, has anyone seen what the chiefs do? Wait, are you saying that it should be even more? Yes. Wow. I would put Brett. What would you put the spread at? Do you like it? I put it at eight and a half, nine, maybe eight and a half. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I would have put it at six, but I will say this. Um, that means that they're trying to get more money on the Chiefs. That might mean that they're they're laying uh, a lot. You know, you got to remember mm-hmm. when the spread is originally set, the line moves betting on how much is being laid on each one. So, right. you know, you have to into it. Um, I, I, you know, again, I, I think uh, Tom Brady's overrated, but go ahead. What were we saying? Oh, stop. Don't now. No, come on now. It's the worst. And you're going to try to get me going. Whatever. I'm you. It's crazy. <laughs> so, I'll so take on. a young over an overrated Tom Brady. In the, no, I'll, I mean, dude, listen, we need Tom to win for all the 70s babies out there. <laughs> <laughs> the last guy. We need big Tom to win. Um, I want to see the Bucks win. I really do. I think. Right. What an unbelievable. All right, but let's let's see. Let's break this down real quick. Okay. You look at it and the Chiefs are gonna win. I know. And here's the thing: it's like, okay, what defense has the Chiefs offense went against where they've dominated off the top of your all's head? Wait, the, which defense have the Chiefs gone against? Yes. And that they've and dominated the or like the def- that you're saying the defense did better? Well, just the defense took down the Chiefs offense. The, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, but their defense is terrible. I'm, I'm just saying, saying they beat them. You know it's a I mean? division rival. My, my whole thing is like, that's the only thing I'm thinking of is Tampa. Tampa has a really, really good defense. Um, the Bills defense was phenomenal and the Chiefs ran through them. It's true. The who? The Bills. The Bills defense was playing phenomenal. I mean, I, I thought the Bills were playing the best football of any team. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the, and the Chiefs ran through them. Yeah, you know? and the, the Bills, that's that's one you can definitely say. You know, the Bills is, is up there. But do you think the Bucks defense is better than the Bills? Yes. I do too. So this is why this is what this is based on because you could throw the Chiefs defense out because look what Brady I mean Brady probably and I know we think the Redskins are horrible but they have a a fantastic defense and Brady just picked them apart under pressure the whole time. And if you look at if you look at the uh the Redskins defense I think they're significantly better than the Chiefs defense. All right. Well, that's my opinion. So this is why I'm starting to sway towards Brady people. 
Okay. All right. As what I said last week. So I, I meant, but then I just said, now I'm confusing everyone because I said, I think that the chiefs should be eight point. That's <laughs> right. So now I'm confusing myself. So Brett's well, showing checking, something. I'm checking in right now with Jay rude. Uh, the, the top handicapper in Las Vegas uh, sets the lines for the MGM. And I'm asking him, why is the spread only three? So we're going to find out. I'm curious to know if he gets back to you on time because, yeah, I'm definitely curious. Like, all right, so all in all, Keith, you, mm-hmm. you think the spread should be higher, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to play the Chiefs outright in this one? You think they're going to coast? Man, you know what? I just see that I can't go against Mahomes. I can't go against that offense. I've seen it so many times. I think it's going to be a close game up until the fourth quarter. I think the um, this is my prediction, okay? Yeah, yeah please, okay. let's hear him. All right, here it is. So I think the Bucks will be up 24 to 21 against the Chiefs with three minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the Chiefs end up winning 45 to 21. Because <laughs> that's what they do. No, they, they score in bunches, all right. <laughs> that, that's what they do. So that's going to be my prediction. So if you're gonna if you're gonna bet, I would take the Bucks first half. Absolutely. All right, take so the, Bucks the Bucks first get off to a hot start, and then the Chiefs score. Chiefs a bunch are just going in the second half. They're just going to be like, "You guys ready to do this? All right, let's go!" And boom. Right. What do you think? Um, I think that you know, uh, I think it's just going to be a runaway. Um, I, look, we we love. I love the fact that we got Brady in there, and and you know, all jokes aside, now we're at the point to see how far this guy can go. We're never going to probably see this ever again, where you have one guy that's in his tenth Super Bowl that's going to. I mean, look. Once they broke our record, right? They got to let's just keep seeing how far this guy can. <laughs> and he is a seventies baby. Um, and he and he broke he broke the he broke our record on his own. On his That's own. the scary part. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, listen, I love Mahomes. I think he's a special kid. Um, I really like the kid through and through, man. And and you know, I I, I I'm conflicted on who I want to win. Um, but I really do like Mahomes. I think that kid's just phenomenal. And they're going to beat – I think they're just going to go and, and run through the Bucs. Uh, you know, look, again – Run through. So we're talking We're talking separation. Brady, look, the, the Bucs didn't so much beat the Saints as much as the Saints lost. Like, that, Drew Brees played like crap. Right. Um, you know, it just was an awful game. And then I really thought that the pack was just going to uh, annihilate the Bucks, And, you know, that game in itself was a good game. Yeah, great game. Great game. Yeah. So the Bucks, I mean, you know, you don't know who's showing up. But let's just say they all show up and they're playing on all cylinders and both teams are playing all, on all cylinders, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I just can't see Tampa beating that the Chiefs team. I mean, they're just such a good team all the way. Yeah, up. and and once again on on Brady, let's let's give him props for doing something that Joe Montana couldn't do, and that's taking another team to the Super Bowl yeah. after he left his team, which is unheard of in today's day and age. Of. Like especially you know after he's been to nine something. of them. I did read a, a conspiracy theory that that Brady went to the NFC, so we didn't have to go through Mahomes to get to another Super Bowl. But I digress. So he would have to see him in the AFC Championship game again. I mean, look, it, it was a perfect fit with uh, Arians, and um, and you had Gronk there, and you know, it just was a perfect fit. I mean, again, it's a perfect storm. And the Bucks were they were a Tom Brady away last year. You know what I mean? They they had a great team. So, bro, who is the greatest quarterback of all time in your eyes? Uh, again, the most decorated, you got to go with Brady. Okay. 
Okay. But, but okay. I mean, again, he's he he's not he's like I said, he's the most boring greatness. <laughs> so so uh, you know what, bro? You know what's crazy about this is so. How about this? So if you could take one quarterback or a quarterback, all right, for three years in their prime, who would yep. it be? Joe Montana. So what does this sound like to you? Does this kind of sound like the Jason Witten, Jay Novacek thing that yeah, I was saying? Yeah, we got it. It's the same thing, right? With yeah, that's right. That's a good, that's a really no, no, good no. Point. But no, I'm just going back to what I was doing before, bro. How you were just like, Jason Winton's the greatest. Yeah. Tom Brady. And by the way, Jason Winton is a boring great too. Like that's you said, he's true. slow. He's just like Brady, except the part when he ran with his he- helmet off. That was awesome. Against oh, the- one of the uh, legendary but, but, moments you know, in Cowboys history. With sports, but it's the same thing with a Tim Duncan, you know, or uh, even an Emmett. As much as I love Emmett and as exciting as he was, he still wasn't Walter Payton. Nah, yeah. See, I disagree. You do have the no, bro. Walter Payton is the greatest. I, I and that Emmett would tell you that too. But I'm just saying, though, man. I mean, just thinking of, of the no. hard the hard yards Emmett would get, and right. Walter got the same. But I meant, and he played. He okay. looking at all the thousand yard seasons that Emmett had, without, you know, when our teams were even terrible when all that right. offensive line was depleted and he was still doing it and he went to another team as we know and did it conversation for definitely another episode another time so Emmett is the greatest running back of all time hands down and I would take Emmett three years out of I anyone would if, I would take Emmett over over Barry all day um you know but again uh, Emmett's my guy I love him right he's a cowboy so he, of course yeah and, and he's he's the NFL's leading rusher he's got three Super Bowls he was the state of Florida's all-time leading rusher in high school he was the University of Florida's all anyone dancing with the stars wait that, no no that no he only <laughs> hey, he only went dancing with the stars because of his because of his offensive line hey yeah, Keith, yeah, right. hey Keith just out of curiosity yeah. so the so the listeners know of the, of the caliber players you were playing did you ever tackle Emmett Smith how old are you again <laughs> oh, he was already, he was already on the Cowboys when I was uh when I was but oh, yes, awesome. I would have tackled so, them for sure. So Brett's got the Chiefs running away with it. Uh, Keith has them running away with it at the very end. As far as I'm concerned, uh, again, I, I can't do boring right now. I, I think that it's time to pass the torch officially. And I think that the Chiefs are going to not run away with it, but just play a more sound game. They're going to give up some touchdowns. That's just, that's going to happen. Brady's going to hit some, you know, I, I, God. I don't think that's even going to happen, Sturge. You don't think Brady's going to hit any touchdowns? I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I mean, they might get one or two. I think it's just going to be a – it's just going to – it's going to be a distance. It's, it's, it's like, like, yeah, I mean, look, look, we've all played street ball, high school football, college ball, all that good stuff. There's always that one guy that's just like, I, I, I just can't call, I can't keep up, and that's Tyreek Hill. I really think he just exhausts the Tampa Bay defense in any way, either drag routes over the middle or sending down the seam, you know, hard, man. There's so much speed over in Kansas City, I just think, look, I think the Bucks defense has been playing well. I just don't think they run with the Chiefs. So we're all taking the Chiefs here on the Jersey Boys podcast. We want to thank you guys for listening each and every week as we join and give you more awesome material every week. Obviously, the offseason's here, so we're going to come up with some cool ideas and, and talk to uh, the, the channel just to see what we're going to be talking about. We got the draft. We got free agency. We got all sorts of cool stuff coming up for the Dallas Cowboys. So for Dave Sturchio. Keith and Brett Ernst guys. Thank you for joining us. And of course, like subscribe rate review over on the blogging, the boys podcast network powered by SB nation. Enjoy the super bowl. And we'll see you guys to break it down and crown a new champion.